and welcome to this week's episode from A Lancashire Lass. Today, my guest is Maria Kettle, founder of a new Lancashire jewellery brand called Mary Polar. I had a chat with Maria all about her new brand and what inspired her to set up her own business. Joining me now is Maria Kettle from Mary Polar Jewellery. Hello, how are you today? I'm good, how are you? I'm good, thanks. So welcome to my podcast. It's lovely to chat with you. Um, For listeners out there, I met Maria back in 2015, it was, I worked out, at sixth form. Um, We're in the same Spanish class, weren't we? Yeah, I can't believe it's been five years. So long. Um, So what did you do after you left sixth form? So what did you study at uni? So I left and I did biochemistry for a year, but I didn't like it. So I swapped to geography and I'm in my final year at Sheffield University. Um, yeah, and I've just been there ever since. And how Sheffield is like a city? Do you enjoy it? Lots of fun. Uh, it's really, it's always really wet and yeah. really cold at the moment, but it's a really good city. It's more fun when there isn't a pandemic because yeah. <laughs> it's three at the moment as well. So there's not much to do, but it's a great city. And there's a lot of hills there. I remember when I went around the uni open day, there's just so many hills. Oh yeah, when I was applying, um, I really wanted to go to Bristol, but I I didn't. I went there and I was like, oh my God, it's too hilly. I'm not going to go there. And then through clearance, I ended up here. So <laughs> it's um, very hilly. So I just wanted to invite you on my podcast to chat about sort of your new jewellery brand. And um, it must have been like a month ago or so that you sent me a follow on Instagram so I've just been looking and enjoying seeing your journey with it as it's sort of developed and progressed and become more popular um so why did you choose to set up this brand now like what was the timing and how what was your sort of creative process let's say oh well I've always been really into jewelry especially like gold-plated jewelry and um I was thinking about it during the first lockdown because I think everyone, everybody just kind of had time to like, you know, just since nothing things. else is going, yeah, finally be able to do things they wanted to do. And then mm-hmm. over summer, I um, kind of looked into it more. Um, it was like, I've always wanted to do it and I thought now would be the best time because like I, it's my last year of uni, I have nothing else really to do. Or, and um yeah I I got into like found kind of my niche and then yeah grown it from there so it's called Mary Polar um do you want to explain to the listeners how that name came about and what it means and things like that yeah so um my middle name's Paula and when I was little my mum used to nickname me Mary Polar She's Spanish, so it sounds a lot nicer in Spanish. But um, I, yeah, just from that, I thought it sounded better than Maria Kettle. <laughs> yeah, and it sounds, it's such like a unique name. And I think it's got sort of that, like you said, that Spanish edge to it that makes it sound sort of like a very exclusive boutique type jewellery brand. I really like the name. It's, yeah, it's really Thank cool. Thank you. Yeah, as soon as, cause when I was thinking of name ideas, as soon as like my mum said it as a joke, I was like, oh, that's actually really really nice idea and it's it's stuck really well 
Yeah. Yeah. And and like your branding and your logo and everything, it's also clear and so like well set out. Considering you said like you you're in like you said you're in your final year of uni and you're doing it as well. Like you've put so much time and effort and it looks so good. So I'd like really well done there. Thank um, you. <laughs> so when you're like when you said like Mary Paula in the in the Spanish accent, people <laughs> will be like, Oh, you sound Spanish. So why don't you like explain your sort of heritage and if that you, you are fluent aren't you in Spanish yeah I'm my mum's from Barcelona and my dad's from Milton Keynes <laughs> so I've got a, quite a bit of mixture there and um growing up I've basically always lived in England but we used to go to Spain a lot and um yeah I'm trying to incorporate kind of a bit of my Spanish heritage into the brand which would be quite cool um it's just trying to get that balance but yeah half Spanish half English nice and so can you say like a sentence in Spanish <laughs> about the about the uh, brand or something so people can hear how amazing your accent is oh okay um when you on the spot sorry <laughs> no not at all uh I'm gonna do A-level Spanish now <laughs> uh me encantan las joyas especialmente los collares y las pulseras which means I love jewelry especially necklaces and bracelets lovely I thought you were going to whip out the whole 16 marker on immigration that we did at that time, you know. Oh, God, I don't <laughs> want to bring that one up. <laughs> um, so in terms of if people haven't seen your Instagram, and I'll, I'll sort of mention your Instagram account name later for people to follow, what, if you can just sort of describe some of the jewellery pieces that you've, you've got, and so maybe they've got a better visualisation of the stuff that you're selling. Yeah, so I started the brand through Instagram. Um, I've got a website now, but it took forever to make because mm. um, I didn't really really know how to, like, the first thing about technology and how to make a website. So it started on Instagram. Um, I started by selling, first I sold alloy necklaces, which um, you, you get three main types of, like, jewellery materials other than gold and silver. You get alloys, stainless steel or sterling silver. Mm-hmm. alloys is um a lot more affordable but I, i've discontinued those because you can't wear them in the shower and that's why now um i've made jewelry that just it's all stainless steel gold and silver plated and it doesn't tarnish so it won't turn your finger green you can wear it when you're doing sport you basically don't have to take it off mm-hmm. um but yeah my i'm trying to get a lot of pink into my instagram because i like pink <laughs> and um i just paste about like pieces the pieces on on different people and yeah yeah, just just getting enough pictures as well getting the pictures is quite difficult (laughs) so with the um like the brand idea the type of rings that and the bracelets and necklaces they're quite I'd say they're quite unique and they're sort of the statement pieces aren't they I feel like they're um really like they make an impact and what what were you saying I was reading on your Instagram about like the meaning of jewelry to you how you want to say yeah yeah um what I really like about jewelry is that it doesn't matter like what size you are like what how you look physically like you and you can pull anything off like and it I think it just finishes outfits and it can make you feel a lot better about yourself um so that's why I really want like pieces that kind of stand out and like pieces that give people almost the confidence that Mm. something yeah I think that yeah and I think that like 
I'm I'm bad for this, but I sort of I'm a I'm a ring person, so I'll wear like the same one, two, three, four rings, take them off to shower just because like they seem to knot in my hair when I shampoo my hair and wash it. But I think <laughs> that like it takes if I'm going out, then I'll wear a bracelet or then I'll wear a necklace. But it's it's more just that I forget. I I forget I have so many sort of different types that I forget at the end, like I'm rushing out the house to get them on. Um but I think like you've you like to wear like your bracelets and necklaces all the time, don't you? Yeah, I'm always changing. Um, I with my bracelets though, I always forget to take them off, just because like I always find it's a pain to to put them on yourself. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but I love switching necklaces around rings, and I find like you know with every outfit you wear, you can wear every like different piece of jewelry you put on it, mm-hmm. almost like makes you feel and look completely differently, which. I quite like but yeah I, I yeah I love especially gold yeah because I was gonna say which was your favorite sort of gold or silver jewelry so you prefer gold I prefer gold and I started the brand just selling gold but I, there was quite a demand for silver so I've started selling silver uh, silver stainless steel and it's just done so well almost better than gold which has surprised me but yeah, yeah. You see, I, I really like rose gold. Like, I wouldn't wear it all the time. I've, I think I've got one ring that's rose gold, two that are silver, and then one that's gold. But um, mm. I think it depends on like, your skin tone as well. Like, some people's skin tone just doesn't suit gold, and some people's just, like, silver just doesn't look good. But the fact that you said yours won't tarnish, that's a good... I'm always sort of reluctant to buy silver because I'm always scared it'll, like, make that green mark. But that's a really good thing about yours, that that won't happen. Yeah, it that's to me is like the most important element. I want to have jewelry that people can just wear every day and know the colour won't fade. Or the worst is when it turns your finger green. Mm. Um, and yeah, stainless steel won't do that. Which and it's really affordable. Yeah. Um, because the only other like material is gold or silver, but you don't want to fork out hundred pounds on a ring. <laughs> yeah. Not at our age anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. So, what's your favourite ring? a necklace and bracelet from your brand like do you want to describe them to the listeners what they could sort of buy yes so um we have a london ring which is um if anyone's seen the cartier ring it's like a minus like a silver or a gold and it's got a minus well this one's got a plus so it's quite similar Mm-hmm. but a lot cheaper <laughs> and I really like that it just it's like like a basic one and it goes with anything mm-hmm. and Oh, there's also an India ring and um, it's it comes in gold at the moment but hopefully after New Year's we'll be getting it in silver and those are my two favorite rings my the necklace we got last week a chunky chain mm-hmm. and that's a massive statement piece um, and I actually prefer it in silver and I'm really tempted to keep one for myself but <laughs> <laughs> so that one and then bracelets uh, there's a lock bracelet which is comes in silver and gold and I like how um it's one size and I love the how you um like how you close it together yeah <laughs> that makes sense would you but ever yeah. sort of branch into charm bracelets or anything like that I know like Pandora Thomas Sabo um are big into the charms would you ever go into sort of charm bracelets or are you not really Potentially, not at the moment. Um, what I've found is that men's rings are really popular. And when I first um, got rings, I accidentally got sizes too big. Mm-hmm. And I thought, oh no, I'll put them on just in case, like 
someone wants to buy them and they've been so popular with men so I think it'd be quite good to kind of make more rings that are not only unisex but like appeal a lot to men yeah because like men men can wear like bracelets necklaces rings I know like some boys like to wear the gold chains um some like to wear sort of the signet rings and stuff like that and then some some I don't know maybe just like because I don't know many boys who wear bracelets but I know I know some that wear sort of you know the copper copper bracelets rather than like a more of a jewelry style bracelet yeah um especially all jewelry now chains rings so on men are just so popular when I got the London ring I got it like what I thought would be too big so I gave it to my housemate and he came back the next day and he was like Maria I've had like five people ask me where where I get this ring on like you (laughs) so hopefully I can get more of those but um And, and when you're creating like I'm, I'm presuming do you sort of create the style that you want and then it gets made or how how does this happen not at the moment so at the moment I found a supplier I like and until the business grows to the point where like it's um I can afford to design my because it's quite expensive um I want to and hopefully in a year or so I'll be designing them myself at the moment yeah I'm kind of using myself as like the target audience and buying in stuff that I really want to wear and I think is like really nice um but it's just not um like it's too expensive at the moment to do that but once it grows hopefully yeah um I I shared the um the pictures of a few of the rings with my friend who's in Barcelona at the moment but she lives in Mallorca and she was saying like they're so on trend in Spain right now and everything and I thought that's so good how like like you said your target audience you're doing it like yourself um and she was like oh I might buy one of these I was like oh next time you come you should um I'll get you one so then it's like here um oh thank you yeah I know in Spain they don't really do much stainless steel and I don't know why it's not done more because it's so affordable and such high quality but um yeah hopefully eventually I'll be able to ship worldwide (laughs) Yeah, and it's also like costume jewellery, like a big chunky bracelet, necklace or ring, or sometimes mm. just literally just finishing out, but like they're not, they might not be like an everyday ring or anything, but I just love that, like that style. It reminds me a bit of, um, oh gosh, what's that shop called? And Other Stories, have you, or like, have you seen yeah. And Other Stories, how they've got like a jewellery section, but I think yours is nicer, um, <laughs> but like how, how no, I- sort of costume type jewellery like that, so... Yeah, and this sounds kind of stupid, but you know with clothes, like you eat too much and you're like, oh, my clothes won't fit. Like you don't have to worry about that with jewellery. And especially if it's high quality, it will last for so long, which is what I like. Yeah, so I was going to ask you about the quality of of these because they're so, if they're plated, so the gold and silver will never sort of come off or fade. No, I think stainless steel is naturally like silver. So the silver one isn't plated, but the gold one is. Um, and yeah, it it shouldn't fade. After maybe three years, the colour will fade slightly, but it will still always remain gold. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's to me is what's most important. Because I hate when you buy a piece of jewellery, you wear it, and then after a few weeks, the colour's fading or like, and they're hypoallergenic, so they don't cause they shouldn't cause allergies on the skin. 
That's really good. I didn't realise that people can get allergies from wearing jewellery. So is that when the sort of skin goes the greeny black or is that? Yeah, or you get not like a rash, but you go a bit red. It's happened to me before that on my neck, if I exercise and I'm wearing like a necklace, it will it will give me a bit of a like a reaction. And I think it happens to quite a lot of people, especially with earrings. Yeah. So if it's hypoallergenic, it shouldn't cause a reaction to yeah to the skin. I was going to ask, are you do you do earrings as well, or is it just the three sort of rings, necklaces, and bracelets at the moment? No, hopefully after next, like in the new year, I will be. At the moment, it's just bracelets, necklaces and rings. But then I'm trying to grow it so that I can manage it until um, May when I finish my degree. And yeah. then I can just kind of do it full time. But I, <laughs> I also need to study. Yeah. So <laughs> it's just growing it and kind of getting things in eventually. But yeah. After uni, after like, I presume you'll sort of be dissertation writing and everything. The joys are, oh, I finished, I finished my dissertation, finished? yeah, I finished my dissertation in, in the first sort of lockdown, March to May, which was good because I had no distractions, um, yeah. but oh, I remember many a time thinking, why did I choose to, like, it was an optional one for me, like, why did I choose to do a dissertation? <laughs> What's your dissertation on? Water quality in Bolton, it's not the most <laughs> interesting. <laughs> it's, what, yeah. It's the water quality in Bolton of a good standard. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's not the best, <laughs> surprisingly. It should have been um it should have been a uh like I was gonna do it in Lancashire, but they've suspended all um like lab use because of COVID. So it's oh. all on secondary data, which mm. isn't fun. <laughs> no. Be but it's fun. something to do. Yeah. Yeah. What was yours on? I did mine on um how BBC Breakfast were were reporting before and during COVID so sort of if there was more negative news or positive news and how they were sort of um, chatting about COVID in those times and it was really interesting that like you said I planned on going in and actually interviewing the journalists to see like what they found newsworthy but I couldn't so I ended up having to just sit and tally tally chart 16 hours of like breakfast television um gosh that's quite an interesting topic though yeah, it was really interesting. And I think that, um, like, because I'm doing a master's in broadcast journalism, it sort of helped me steer yeah. in that direction. Um, but do you think after uni, you'll want to get a job to do with sort of geography? Or are you, are you hoping that this will become your sort of main job? I'm hoping this will become the main job if it goes well. But it's, it's so hard to tell. At the moment, it's doing really well. Um, if I can grow it to the point that from June I can do it full time mm-hmm. that would be amazing and like there's so many ideas that I want to add to the business that like hopefully as it grows yeah I'll be able to do it full time um, I'm not do I'm not profiting at the moment I'm just anything I make it's reinvested to try and grow the brand yeah but that's yeah, good I'd rather do that than an office job <laughs> but yeah. we'll see yeah I think like as well in lockdown it's it's got everyone sort of creatively thinking about things they want to do and obviously with offices shutting and working from home there's like so many different things you can do and like you were always at like at six form you were always very stylish in like what you wore and that so like it didn't surprise me when you like opened up this I was like yeah that makes sense (laughs) um (laughs) 
but I, I really do hope it it works for like as a full-time job because I can I can imagine it sort of you could potentially like branch into shops you know and like have little set, like in little boutiques in Lancashire and stuff like have your jewellery being sold yeah like Topshop have a few brands in there so, but, but like that would be great or even like when markets open again be able to go to a market and sell yeah. I'd love to eventually as well do um like for events provide jewelry I've been like I've been to weddings before where there's been like each each woman got a bracelet so yeah and I guess like you could do personalized stuff as well but I think it's really good how you've got your own website and like people can go direct to that like they don't have to go through a secondary like a primary or secondary seller to then get to you like they just go straight to you and you can like help and advise them and things yeah that was probably one of the hardest things I've ever done trying to set a website that's been so worth it and um yeah hopefully because nobody wants to buy through Instagram I don't even know if it was allowed but um (laughs) now that I've got a website it's a lot easier and yeah it makes it look more like professional and yeah (laughs) and like you said like on your Instagram like it was it's only been established since October 2020 so it's like it's just like growing and growing at the moment and it's obviously like a small local business so I'd really like think this is this podcast just proves like how much you need to support your local businesses and how it's important to shine a light on what they're <clears throat> excuse me what they're doing um because it's yeah. sort of an individual behind it it's not sort of a million millionaire is it it's you <laughs> definitely yeah no I really agree with that when you see massive companies and and how much like how much money goes through them and the effects on the environment are just disgusting so it's nice to see small brands and especially this year with the pandemic everyone's just gotten really creative and seeing what other people are doing I know there's other people from our year that have started their own brands too and it's so exciting to see like yeah and I think I'll have a few of them on later on we were saying earlier that um it's just nice to chat to people as well like especially when we were all in sixth form all sort of in the sixth form common area um like I couldn't have you just don't know where you're going to end up do you? you just think like we'll all go to uni or we'll all do apprenticeships blah blah blah. and then like seeing everyone sort of blossom in their little areas has been so nice to see and that I was thinking though with the water yeah. that you were saying that you should do the quality of the water of that that machine in the um common room oh, that, was the ni- that was the nicest water I've ever had in my life but you know on- oh my god yeah oh that was really yeah that's a good idea actually it's definitely not the same source they get from the rest of Bolton because it's pretty (laughs) shocking what they put in those rivers (laughs) so yeah um is anyone else helping you behind the scenes have you got like a team or is it just you um so I'm like the main person in charge of well in charge (laughs) it's just me at the moment but Tom my boyfriend's been really helpful he's packaged everything for me and when I'm at work he um he was the one in charge of the Instagram and replying to people and sending packages so he's been really helpful my sisters are amazing at taking pictures a lot better at me than me and then some of my close friends as well like we used to when we first got all the stock we spent a few hours there was four of us in the living room one of us would package it one of us would put it in an envelope (laughs) yeah like a little um like a what's it called oh my gosh like a a production line yeah (laughs) yeah yeah it looked like a production line and I think the hardest bit as well is being in a student house in Sheffield it's so hard to make like photos look professional 
yeah like in this house the carpet's brown and the walls are like creamy yellow and trying to <laughs> I've had to buy like marble tiles from wicks to like just put them underneath yeah so it looks a lot better than a student house <laughs> yeah <laughs> um and then what's the feedback been like so you were saying like your friends have tried it on and everything what's what's everyone what's really that? positive which has been I think it's quite um encouraging when I've I haven't had a negative review yet touch wood everyone's been really happy I've had mm -hmm. one girl she bought last week and three days later after it arrived she bought again she could so it's been really really positive which is nice I think the most important bit is that everybody's really happy with the quality and like for the value for money yeah I'm just looking on your own Instagram now just looking at all the, <laughs> all the pictures and like the rings are so they're so beautiful like you, you said with the cross and that and the um the chunky bracelets do you do any Thanks. sets where you've got sort of like the necklace, the bracelet, and the ring all in a set? As in, not yeah. to be sold the same, but like a collection? Because, no, um, I'm starting to. It's just now that um, I'm, you know, people are buying, I'll be able to like reinvest and just kind of form a bit of a collection. It's getting there. We'll be next year. <laughs> but it's yeah. just, it's, it started off just as bits and pieces that I love and I'd wear. And now that it's like it's doing well hopefully we'll be able to get collections yeah um yeah so yeah no the instagram's been really fun to do um it's yeah. it's just so hard trying to get good pictures in sheffield it's never ever sunny and no. i literally have to wake up at eight in the morning and the sun rises try and take as many pictures as i can and then by like 11 p.m it's just cloudy <laughs> and in terms of like when you like when you graduate hopefully mm. you'll get an actual graduation and not like a we just had a virtual one <laughs> yeah um, oh are you hoping to stay in Sheffield or are you thinking of moving moving back up north well Lancashire yeah I'll be back in Chorley so I'll move back there for a while um, I'm hoping to go traveling in September if well if we're allowed to leave the country which would be good and I'm, my mum will run the brand <laughs> so that will be interesting but <laughs> But yeah, I'll be moving back in July to Chorley, doing it all from Chorley. And then, yeah, see, I don't know after then. See where, what happens. Where would you want to travel to? Like, where's your top three destinations that you'd want to go to? Ooh, Australia, Thailand and Malaysia. And I'm hoping to start off from Thailand and work my way down to Australia. I was meant to do it last this summer, but it got cancelled. How long were you going to go for? Um, six weeks, but next year, hopefully, we're hoping to go for, for till Christmas, three months. Um, and But luckily, because um, I can basically manage everything off my phone, mm -hmm. I'll kind of almost be able to do it. All my mum will have to do is package it, and I'll probably have to pay her. <laughs> but, but yeah. So then when, so when it comes, do you, you then package it up with the Mary Polar, the branding and everything? Yeah, I um, do the packaging myself. The logo, I got Tom's mum, my boyfriend's mum made it and I got it printed on some business cards and for the necklaces, I cut the sides of the business cards and stick the necklace on and then I've got this plastic kind of seal to put it on top so it doesn't get damaged. Yeah. And then the rings are in little bags at the moment but I'm hoping to get those personalised as well. 
It is, it's a lovely logo. It's, it's like a tree on the M, is it? Yeah, like little flowers and leaves kind of sticking out. Mm. And I like the, um, the, on her highlights, they've got like the Care Bears. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. It's a very, yeah. it's just like a very aesthetically pleasing Instagram. And I'd, I'd like, I'll say it again at the end, but I really would encourage everyone to just give this Instagram a follow because this is sort of the main way that Maria is going to get, um, get grow her business I really love that Lizzie necklace oh thank you yeah it's it's kind of crazy how much of an influence like social media has on businesses nowadays I find like if you really want to grow a business like social media is just the way forward and um I've learned so much about how Instagram works and like the algorithms and if like by using hashtags you'll get it to reach more people and there's like so much to it that I never knew Mm. Um, but a friend of mine was explaining she's like yeah you, you have to use hashtags because so the more hashtags you use and like it will go on other people's feeds and that's just the best way to grow it and then like promoting it to people um, it'll be good to get someone that that um, like really likes the brand if, if they promote it that would be amazing mm. yeah and I guess like in time you could get people who like could sponsor not sponsor but like you know, like famous people could wear it and that could be another way to, to make it grow um, and stuff like that. Um, yeah. So if people want to buy your jewellery, if they've <clears throat> heard all this and think, you know what, yeah, I'm going to look at this, how and where should they go? Uh, I would recommend them to go onto my website page because now I, all the sales I do through the website, mm-hmm. um, which is www.mary dash polar.com or um would you can find that on instagram it's on my instagram yeah. but yeah definitely through the website it's still i think it's it's the good website but it needs still like i think i need to, to get a professional to look over it because it's so <laughs> hard to do <laughs> but um yeah definitely through the website and the instagram is just a really good way to keep up to date with like the latest pieces and if there's any discounts or promotions and you've done a f- you've done a few You've done a few giveaways, or you've done a giveaway, haven't you, I've seen? Um, yeah, I did one at the beginning, and then I did one last week that's open till Wednesday, um, and I'll be announcing the winner on Thursday, and that's really nice, actually, to see. Like, yeah. it was really fun announcing the winners last time, but yeah. And I also think that, like, that is one way that local businesses really do well, is when they do giveaways, and then it's like follow me, tag your friend and share it on your story. Because then when you share on your story, I, like everyone almost like, will definitely um, like click on it and then see what it is. And then if it's something they want, then they'll follow it. Or sometimes like if it's a small business and people will just follow it anyway to just show support. Um, so that's like a really good thing, I think, to be doing. Yeah, it's really, it's really helpful and um I've had another brand uh, a friend of mine at uni he has a um a clothing brand and they've started putting pictures and some of the boys that were the models for it were all wearing my rings so they've been tagging me and I'll tag them which is quite fun to collab with other people yeah I think it's really good and especially in these times like where people haven't been able to do much and it's really like impressive how you've like set up this business and in in this time of like rubbish yeah thank you I'd really encourage anybody if they have like an idea just because now's the best time there's nothing 
not that there's nothing better to do but it's like you won't probably won't get many opportunities again where we've got this much time to do nothing but sit at home and get creative so from when you thought yep I'm gonna set this business up to actually selling your first piece of jewelry what was that sort of time frame so I kind of thought about it um beginning of August and then um mid-August I I bought my first items and they arrived end of August and then I was like for a while it was kind of unreal I didn't know what to do I didn't make an Instagram page for the first month and the first buyer was my mum which was really nice (laughs) but (laughs) but yeah and then it was October where I kind of like officially set up the Instagram page gained a few people and had a few sales and I think it's really nice when it's someone you don't know as well Mm. um buying and, and leaving a review because yeah at the beginning, it's just family and friends which is so nice but I haven't got enough family and friends to last me forever <laughs> <laughs> yeah and also like I think like you said when it's someone you don't know so I ordered something for Christmas for my mum and it hadn't arrived so I sort of got in mm. touch and she was like oh you know like give it a few more days and then it came but um I then messaged her on Instagram, like, oh my gosh, thank you so much. I really like it. I can't say what it is because I feel like my mum will listen to this podcast and yeah. it's coming out before Christmas. Um, <laughs> and then she followed me because I'd followed her and followed back. And I think like, it's that kind of community where you genuinely, you realise that they are, they are people behind the business. They're not just a corporate sitting behind a massive table. They're just maybe one person or two people. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to, you know, really get across. It's, you know, it's literally just me behind the screen trying to make it as personalised as possible on the business cards uh, where, like, the necklaces come on. I put, like, thank you for supporting my small business and it's really trying to get, like, that personal aspect and not just a massive, you know, corporation and a computer screen. Yeah. Has your boyfriend been a hand model yet (laughs) for the rings? (laughs) no I haven't persuaded him yet my housemate has but he'll be next yeah (laughs) I I think I need to get more pictures with boys wearing it because um yeah (laughs) I don't think many boys are very um keen on being models though especially with their hands (laughs) in terms of the sizing is it sort of UK is it easy to sort of size up so if I sort of wanted to buy a ring how Hmm. would I sort of look at the sizing because I've got oh what are these I've got a Tiffany ring and it's that's yeah. American sizing so that's a size size six seven four, I think like I'm tiny I remember one yeah. time I went into Pandora and they were like I don't think we make a ring that small for that finger and I was like oh dear really <laughs> yeah um, um so how do people sort of measure their sizes of their ring their fingers to buy a ring I have a size guide on the web page and on the Instagram but I've been using the US sizes just because um, with each ring it comes with a size tag and it's a US size. So the smallest one I'm doing at the moment is a six uh, and it goes all the way up to a 10 Mm -hmm. and I'm going to try and get a small, even smaller size five. But yeah, it's US sizes, but I've got a size chart converter so you can convert like the UK to the US to Pandora, I think go by European sizes. And then if you, if you don't know your size, I put underneath the circumference of each ring. So if you just, what I do is get a piece of paper, like a strip of paper, measure, mark where the paper meets, and then measure that with a ruler. 
it all um Mm. I've had oh bless loads of like young girls ask and say oh I don't know my size so and <laughs> I've I could recommend either getting somebody else to like try somebody else's ring or measure it yeah or, have you ever or, had oh no go on I was say or boyfriends asking to get their girlfriend something but not knowing what size yeah <laughs> that's I been quite fun yeah <laughs> especially <laughs> as it's getting towards Christmas is your boyfriend going to buy you sort of your own jewellery <laughs> for Christmas? <laughs> Here's a, a Mary Polar special. <laughs> no, but um, he, he's put so many hours into this. I might, I hope he doesn't listen to this before Christmas, but I might as a surprise give him like a check for Christmas. But, um, and maybe if one of, he, he really wants to buy them off me, but I think because <laughs> he's done all the work, he can have one with free of charge. But no. no, I hope he doesn't get me my own ones for <laughs> Christmas. <laughs> in terms of like jewellery and your trends as you've gone on, like as you've grown up, have you, has your style changed with your own jewellery or like the brands you've liked? Uh, mm, not really. Uh, when my cousin has a jewellery band in Barcelona and it's incredible. She's had it since for like maybe six years now and I really I find her really inspiring and she's mm-hmm. a really nice person she's made this brand and it's done amazing and I've always had quite a similar style with clothes god I've gone through some awful phases like um was it that geek top everyone used to wear when we were like 13 or nerd yeah oh yeah yeah oh yeah there was the room for like collaborating with your cousin then in Barcelona with your stuff uh, I don't know. She does um, sterling silver and she just does all gold. And she does like headpieces for weddings as well, which is incredible. Um, and no, but I have um, I find her quite like inspiring and almost like my like role model. So it'd be good to like get the same going in England. Well, in yeah. the UK. Yeah. Oh. But yeah. But yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I don't think my style has changed as much as clothing style because there's definitely been some terrible trends when we were younger. I feel we've all sort of grown up and sort of like in the times of the Christmas ball and all that, we've definitely aged gracefully, I'd say. We've matured better than those days. I mean, that was five years ago. We were like... It's, it feels like yesterday, 16, but it's... 17. Yeah. Wow, it feels like the like just the other day I remember when everyone learned how to drive and got their cars and there was always someone that would like crash it into like a hedge or something (laughs) and then on the last day do you remember when like everyone posted put like post-it notes in everyone's cars and I remember like and cling film and like yeah it must have been so annoying yeah (laughs) all good fun though and it's nice like with the school like community like we're all supporting each other's businesses as well and like everyone's endeavors I feel like that's a really important thing that we've got as a sort of alumni group yeah we were really lucky to have a really nice year and there's yeah still really nice to speak to people from school my sister's still like in her final year now and it's so strange to think we were like 18 it feels like yesterday but it was so long ago I know it's crazy Right. Um. Thanks very much. So, if anyone is interested in Maria's jewelry, it's Mary Polar Jewelry on Instagram. Um, and to keep up to date with all things Mary Polar, follow at Mary Polar underscore Jewelry. That's at M E R I P O L A underscore Jewelry to keep up to date and to support her. 
Thanks very much, Maria. Thank you, Lucy. Thanks for listening and we'll see you next week. To keep up to date with all things from a Lancashire lass, follow on Facebook and Instagram at from a Lancashire lass.